From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, June 8th. I'm Sarah Reif. County budget hearings wrapped up a day early on Tuesday afternoon, with the Board of Supervisors voting unanimously to adopt a budget that will be balanced using $7 million in one-time funds and the county reserves. The CEO's office recommended using half a million dollars from the reserve to staff up and train people to collect property tax assessments. But the board authorized the CEO to hire a consultant for the work, if one can be found. The executive office projects that the county will be able to collect $500,000 in taxes after sending out supplemental and escape assessment letters this year. The county is still trying to recruit an ag commissioner, as the agreement to share Andrew Smith, the Sonoma County ag commissioner, ends in October of this year. The carry forward from last year is $2.8 million, and the health plan deficit has been quantified at $3.6 million. American Rescue Plan Act funds will be used to cover most of that deficit, but the remainder will still be $800,000. The allocation for Visit Mendocino has been cut from $165,000 to $150,000. Supervisors discussed ideas to raise the transient occupancy tax for short-term rentals and the need to reduce the amount of space the county uses as buildings' age and maintenance continues to be deferred. The budget does not include a COLA for county employees. CEO Darcy Antle said a 1% COLA would cost the county an additional $1.3 million, and the county would need to lay off 33 general-funded employees for a 3% COLA. Patrick Hickey, the field representative for SEIU 1021, challenged the supervisors on the county's budget priorities, urging them to dip more deeply into reserves and pursue revenue more vigorously. Employees and residents are understandably circumspect when the county administration claims that the budget is tight, based on their track record and their lack of transparency when it comes to financial records. Information is provided late, if at all. Money is tucked away in a wide range of reserve funds or not clearly presented. Where's the annual comprehensive financial report? Where's the single audit report? The county's investment portfolio has grown from 240 million in 2016 to 480 million, a 100% increase in just seven years. The county's reserve funds have been trending upward for the past 15 years. Supervisor Dan Jurdy disputed some of Hickey's analysis. You, Patrick, you said that um, county revenues increased by 30% over five years? That's correct. General fund revenues, yeah. Okay. So just using a compound interest calculator, that's just barely over 5% growth each year. And in this year's budget, I don't have the figures for prior years, but in this year's budget, even with no COLA in the budget, so bare-bones budgets for all the departments, we're seeing county expenses go up by 6.5%. So you can see, given knowing in the last several years, we raised county employee salaries to bring them up to market, our expenses grew much faster than 30% over the last five years. Jerdy asked Treasurer Tax Collector Auditor Controller Shamise Cubison to weigh in on another point. There was a reference to a half a billion dollar um, I I think that might be referring to the county treasury, and I believe the vast majority of those funds actually belong to the school districts. Shemise Kevison, Auditor Controller, Treasurer Tax Collector. Um, Presently today, $346 million is schools alone in the county treasury pool. That does not include the special district funds that are also in the treasury pool. So the county portion of the treasury pool is not nearly as much as as is uh, alluded to. It's probably closer to $100 million. In total. So it's important for county employees to know that there's not some big pile of cash just sitting there accruing interest to the benefit of the county and that the county is just choosing not to spend it. These are funds that belong to special districts, to school districts, and a small portion of that belongs to the county. 
Supervisors agreed to review the budget for probation at the first quarter. Chief Probation Officer Eisen Locatelli shared some of the details of his position. Having sat on both the union side um, earlier in my career um, and now being part of the management team here, when COLAs are given, um, if there isn't an appropriate um, adjustment to the net county cost, it's really difficult for the administration of a department to run that department. Um, at today's level, um, I would be looking for you to give the direction to lay off staff um, based on the net county cost that was assigned to my department. That's, that is the definition of a structural deficit. Um, the, the people that I have are not funded um, at the level that I needed. So, you know, to give you a statistic to compare to that, my fiscal year 15-16 net county cost is $300,000 more than this year's um, costs. So, you know, with the, the cough study, with the, with the COLAs, um, how does that work? And it only works if you shrink the government. Um, and unfortunately, you know, that isn't probation's mission or role right now. Um, everybody wants probation to be doing more at the state level, and they keep assigning us new responsibilities. Um, for instance, we had a conversation about pretrial. The county implemented a pretrial program. I hired people, but now I don't have a budget to pay for them. So that's the quarter one adjustments that I hope that we're able to get to. Um, also, you know, I'm not as big as HHSA, obviously, when it comes to state dollars, but we are 75% funded at this point by the state. When you give um, a COLA to a general fund department like that, um, you're obligating those state dollars to cover for that. And the state dollars don't change year in after year. So, you know, I am going to be reducing services to cover those raises. So, you know, I share what this is like is like a, the full tower of a Jenga game. Be very careful when you start pulling from the bottom. You could topple the whole tower. SEIU negotiator Lee Farr criticized the structure of the labor negotiations. If you don't put a COLA up front in your budget, you're not going to have any money for a COLA at the end of the process. That has to be built into the system. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reich. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.